Hi, this is Kim York. Welcome to another edition of Going On 50. This is the fifth episode. It should have been the sixth episode, but last week I was really involved in one of the most exciting things I've ever done in my life, adopting a dog. I adopted Keely, who is an eight-year-old mixed mutt puppy from the Tallahassee Big Dog Rescue. This was something that took a little while. It was a month in the making. I haven't had a dog in my life since my parents' dogs died after my parents died. And I really, really missed it. I realized recently that having a dog was a decision I could make for myself. And that seems pretty obvious. But I've spent a lot of my life giving out reasons and justifications why Doing what I want to do is not the smart thing to do at the time. Often this has been true, such as quitting jobs when I don't have another job lined up, or spending all my money on a vacation when emergency bills come in. But as I'm 48 years old, going on 50, I realized that the time was running out to do the things that I really want to do. One of them is own my own dog. So I went through all the steps necessary, paid the money to the rescue society that they needed, given that Keeley had to be spayed, had to have extensive heartworm treatments and other medicines, and then I brought her home. So last weekend was really filled up with that experience, Keeley and I learning about each other, getting comfortable together. It's been wonderful. The upshot is that I didn't record a podcast last week. So now we're here today, this evening for me, and I am recording episode five. I really thought long and hard about what I wanted to focus on this episode because I've gotten some great suggestions from friends, but I also want to speak about some things that resonate with me personally, not just in the news or coming from websites talking about age or women's issues. And it hit me very easily the other day about what I wanted to choose as my topic. When I was talking to a neighbor of mine, uh, she has beautiful skin, and we were talking about skincare regimens. I'm often complimented on my skin, although I don't see it, but a lot of people think I have a beautiful fair skin. What I see is a history of acne and absolutely obsessive facial care regimen from the time I was nine years old. So I'm a little blinded by that. I told her that I was 48 and she was shocked. She was shocked. She could not believe I am that old, but I am. And I remember being younger. And then by this, I mean way younger in my teens, being really excited about people thinking I was older because I developed early and I was a rather large girl and I had a very mature, a soft-spoken demeanor, I was often mistaken for being in my 20s when I was only in my late teens. The tides have turned, and I am now often mistaken for being in my late 30s or early 40s when I am, indeed, in my late 40s. It's an interesting phenomenon when people choose to make those distinctions and when they choose to comment on them. Because I really don't care. I'm actually kind of proud of my age, given that uh, my mother died at 52 and that her side of the family, although that's not so much true anymore, I will shout out to uh, Uncle Cookie and Aunt Sheila here for bucking the trend, uh, have been known as dying young. 
So the maternal side has a history we're trying to fight against. Uh, my father's family is known for living to be very old. So my father was considered to have died young, even though he died at 72. In all of this, I have learned to be proud of the age that I am because I've actually made it this far and I have made it this far fairly well overall. Certainly times have been worse. I can't say that there haven't been episodes in my life that weren't problematic financially, economically, emotionally, psychologically. There's a reason why I'm in therapy after all. But I'm 48. I'm okay with being 48. I was okay with turning 40. I was fine with turning 30. These milestone markers that our society has set up for women to hold over our lives as these terrible milestones or more like markers in our tombstones that we're getting old. I suppose it's endless list of things that women lose as they age. Or at least that's what the rules of our culture tell us about gender and aging. Men can regret growing older, not being the fresh, hard-body young men that they used to be. But a man growing older also gains the patina of wisdom. Older men are called silver foxes. They're deemed sexy. A man in his 60s dating a woman in her 30s or even in her 20s is viewed as downright normal desirable. She's getting a hot older man and he's getting a sexy younger woman. Doesn't work the other way for women though, does it? When we're old, we're viewed as used up, dried up husks. There's a lot of descriptions that are very negative used to describe older women. We've all seen the portrayals of older women in movies and art and books and how negative it all really is. I don't know if it was my mother's second wave feminist upbringing where she hailed the feminine power and the maiden and the mother and the crone trinity and all that sorts of uh, idealization of femalehood. But I did not grow up fearing age. And that makes me really lucky. Because when a neighbor tells me, I never would have pegged you for 48. That's amazing. I could have sworn you were in your late 30s or early 40s, 45 at the most. It's supposed to be flattering. It's meant to be flattering. And I take it as a compliment because I'm not an asshole. To me, it's odd more than anything, this obsession that we have with the idea of looking younger than we are. Why shouldn't we look the age that we are? What's wrong with looking the age that we are? But I have friends some dear friends, some acquaintances, some work friends, uh, all across the spectrum, really, who take great pride in being mistaken for younger. They wear makeup to do it. They present themselves in ways that try to take on the aura of youth, whether it's the music they listen to or the clothes that they wear. And honestly, they pull it off well. They pull off the fashions. They pull off listening to the music and being fans of the television shows. They aren't pretending. They really do love those television shows and that music. And they really do look great in those clothes. But for them, the goal is to be younger. And it's such an ephemeral, dangerous goal. 
Some of them are only in their 30s, and they may be mad about me calling them out here. I don't mean it as a criticism, though. It's not saying they're doing something wrong. No, they're doing exactly what's expected of them by our society. They're presenting themselves in a way that reflects the fear that we have of aging, the disdain we have for old women. I never tried to take care of my skin with the idea of looking younger. In fact, sometimes I do get annoyed when people think I look younger than I am. I mean, I worked hard to live this long, and and that's no lie. But the flip side is I understand the value of being young in our society, of looking 35 when you're 45, of looking 45 when you're 60. People listen to you more. You're seen more. You're considered more attractive. And of course, in our society, that immediately gives a woman some cachet in social interactions. It's valuable to be young. But it's insidiously undermining in that it takes what we have gained and what we have earned through the years of life and lessons and living and working, being in relationships, being out of relationships, trying to get into relationships. And don't even start with me. I know online dating is a thing. I can't do it. It makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable. I just... Maybe that's going to be another episode down the line. But suffice to say... A woman who's 48 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old, 70 years old, we don't need to look younger. It's not valuable to deny or shuffle aside the real benefits that we've gained by experience and living as long as we have. I wish my friends, the women I know, celebrities even, took greater pride in that. We see some of it on the horizon. Uh, you look at the adulation of Helen Mirren these days, and it's encouraging. Day Maggie Smith. I mean, there's there's more women out there who have been idolized their whole lives and are now getting old. What are we supposed to do with that? Well, well, we're supposed to accept them at the age that they are. Wrinkles. Maybe they have a pop belly. Maybe they're they're hunched over. Maybe there's been some bone density loss going on there. But they're still beautiful. They are wise. They've developed their talents and honed their skills to become experts in their field, to become world leaders. That should be far more valuable than looking young. So while I appreciate everyone who's ever complimented me on my skin, it's been a hard-won battle for me over the years to keep this skin from not getting pockmarked or otherwise scarred up. I'm okay with my gray hair and the wrinkles that are starting to form. And the skin on my hand that reminds me of Granny, who is my paternal grandmother. Who, when 80 years old, in her 80s, I don't remember exactly, but she had paper-thin skin and it was beautiful, like the most exquisite parchment. I loved holding her hands because they were just so fragile and so strong. Like most of my family, Granny was a complicated woman, a difficult woman. That certainly is something that seems to run in my blood pretty strongly. But that that skin was beautiful. And I see that in my own hands as I look at my skin, as it's becoming both thinner and a little bit more leathery. It's something of a conundrum, just like growing old. 
being a beautiful old woman. I think that more than anything, the beauty of an old woman should never rest on how young she looks. Thank you for listening. This is Kim New York with Going On 50.